0: generosity is one of the core values of our church. And here's how kind of we describe generosity. God is good. Can we stop right there and just say amen real quick? God is good. God is good. God is good and has an amazing life for every one of us. We really believe this. Uh, And if you're new here, we just want you to know you're part of a good news church. Uh, We don't believe the sky is falling and uh, we don't believe that it's getting worse and worse. No, we believe that. The path of the righteous is getting brighter and brighter. So we believe God has good things for you. He has an amazing life for every one of us. This life does not happen by taking. It actually happens by generously giving. And so we believe there's some supernatural exchange that happens. Uh, we, can, we can take and we can take and we can take. It was asked uh, one of the Rockefellers. Um, he said that if you handed a man... $10,000 and then offered him one more dollar he would take it. <laughs> because when you're living a life of taking it's never enough. Yeah. Uh, but when you're living a life of generosity it's amazing what happens because somehow in it your hand is open and there's this incredible exchange that God does. So I want to encourage you and I want to thank every person who's already partnering with us financially you're you're so generous and we're so blessed by your generosity and more than that we know the lord sees it we know the lord honors it and we know that the lord is going to bless you for it can i hear an amen everybody and we say this all the time we give to give again We believe that as we give, God increases us, we give again. And then when we give, God increases us and we give again. And then we give and God increases us and then we give again. And we just live this life where where we're not not this this dead pond that's just receiving all the time, but rather we're a flowing river of God's blessing everywhere we go. And uh, there's a lot of different ways you can give by envelope, cash, credit. And of course, we always uh, encourage you go to citylightvegas.com and you can give right online. And uh, we want to do that. Grab that offering in your hand. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for every giver today. I pray you would give back to them as they give to you. You said, I'm, I'm a debtor to no man. And I will make sure to repay. I thank you that you see every seed sown, every tear cried. You hear every prayer prayed. And you will bless my friends their giving. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You can go ahead and pass those buckets. And Jay, if you could grab that for me, thank you so much. We're going to get into the word today. Has anybody, uh, anyone been enjoying this series, New Starts Here? Can I hear from you? Have you been liking it? Has it been good for you? Relevant? I know last week was a challenging word, but I, I thank you for being gracious. I tried to be as funny as possible last week to lighten the blow a little bit as I was stepping all over your feet, okay? We're in, the, we're in the last part of our of our series. Turn with me to Isaiah 43, and we're gonna get right into the word this morning. Isaiah and the 43rd chapter, and here is what God says. Here is what God says. If you've missed a message, by the way, go on podcast. Type in Jabin Chavez, type in City Light Vegas, type in City Light Church, you'll find it. Every sermon we preach on a Sunday goes on podcast for free just for you. It's our gift to you so you can listen to it again and again and again. Get the word in you. Get the word in your spirit. Listen to, you know, if you are if, if you do work out, listen to it at the gym. If you don't work out, listen to it in the car while you think about going to the gym. Whatever you do. Get that word in you because here's what God said in Joshua chapter one. He said, if you'll get the word in you and you won't let it depart from you, he said, you're going to prosper in all of your ways. And so we really encourage you to get into the word of God and it'll really help you. Isaiah 43 uh, and verse 18, forget the former things and do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing and I'm getting a little, um, Justin, if you want to take that out. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Look at verse 19 one more time. See, I am doing a new thing. Uh, Week one, we talked about forgetting the past. Last week, we talked about embracing the present. Today, I want to preach just for a few moments from the subject, pressing into the future. Pressing in to the future. Pressing into the future. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this moment. Thank you for your word. Thank you that you are speaking to our hearts. I pray for a release of faith as i speak this word something that would just change us from the inside out and i give you all the glory for it in jesus name can i get one more big loud amen everybody god said i am doing a new thing but here's what it hinges on it hinges it on do you perceive it can you recognize it can you can you grasp it? He, he actually uses this Hebrew word, yada. He said, he said can you yada it? And this is an interesting word because it means to intimately know. It's this very close thing. God said, I'm doing a new thing, but it's going to take to see it. You're able to know it. You're able to recognize it and you're able to walk in it. Friend, I'm just telling you, God wants to do a new thing in your life. And I want to give you three things about this that I think are going to build your faith. Here's point number one. And I always encourage you to take notes with your smartphone or if you still know how to write with a pen and paper, grab a pen, take some notes. Uh, because I believe when you take notes, something happens in your mind. It gets in you. It gets on you. And it really just helps you through the week. But here's, here's the first point about God doing a new thing. you got to look for the new thing in the same thing. <laughs> new year, new me. No. But God can do a new thing in the same year. <laughs> I need a move. No, God can do a new thing in Vegas. New thing. Look for the new thing, but in the same thing. I, this is challenging, but it will change your life. So many times we want a new thing, but we aren't able to receive that God wants to do a new thing. See, it's different. God wants to do a new thing in the same thing. Look at this, Joshua chapter 3, verse 4. Now, now let me give you context while it's up on the, on the screen. Joshua is about to enter into the promised land. He's about to go into the promised land with the people of Israel. But Joshua had been to the promised land. If you you know your Bible, you know that Joshua went to the promised land earlier to do what? To spy out the land. He went with with 11 other guys. There was 12 of them. So they go into the land. They do their thing. They spy out for the giants. They check it out. They go back. And now years later, they're about to inherit their promised land. They're about to inherit their promise. They're about to walk in everything God has for them. And here's what God says in verse 4. Joshua, you've been there before. But look what it says. Uh, Clear. Make sure. Don't come any closer. Oh, verse 4. I'm sorry. Since you have never traveled this way before. Okay, hear me. He was going to the same place. But it was a new approach. That was a wow. Thank you, Tawanda. That was a wow moment. Because see, you're about to go home to the same home, same street, same kids, same spouse, but you can have a new approach. (laughs) Look for the new thing in the same thing. I, I may not have a new house, but God's doing a new thing. I may be married to the same person, but I believe God's doing a new thing. My my teenager is still acting the way they've been acting, but I believe God's doing a new thing. i got to go back to that same old job that I've been cursing. I've been trying to get a new job, but God says, maybe I'm not going to give you a new job. Maybe I'm going to do a new thing in the same job. Build your faith to look for me above your circumstance. Oh, give me an amen. I'm sorry. I'm I'm already yelling, and I, I can't even help it. See, Joshua had been there, but he had never been this way before. So many of us want a new environment, a new location, a new job, a new spouse, a new year. Oh, 2019, oh, oh, it's on. Oh, it's only February. I thought it was going to be 2018, but I did the prophetic interpretation and nine, nine is my number, nine, 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 it's going to be 2019. That's when I'm really, no, 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 you don't need a new year. You need God to do a new thing. Not necessarily on the outside, but on the inside. I believe God wants to do a new thing in the same thing. Same place, new approach. Same marriage, new strategy. Same job, new work ethic. Same kids, a different way to discipline, a different way to connect, a different way to talk them through, a different... Okay, this hasn't been working. So God, I need a new thing in the same thing. So today we drive home to the same houses and we... We're going to go home with the same spouse. And tomorrow we're going to walk into the same job. But I believe God can do a new thing in the same thing. And in the midst of the same, God wants to do something new. Because he's doing something new in me. The old me would have, would have flown into a fit of rage, but God's doing a new thing. The old me would have drank myself to sleep, but I believe God's doing a new thing. The old me, Friday night, I'm lonely, I'm bored, go to the club. No, 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 God's doing a new thing. The old me would have complained about my job, but no, I'm not going to do that anymore because I believe God's doing a new thing. The the old me would have just vented and gossiped and talked about, no, but I believe God's doing a new thing in the same thing. I've been here before, but this time it's going to be different because I'm different. This time is because I got a new approach. I've never been this way before. See Joshua, the first time you entered the promised land, you went in hiding, you went in secretly, you went in looking for the giants, but this time you're walking in as a conqueror. This time you will not hide. This time you will not be timid. This time you will not be afraid. This time you're not just spying it out. This time you're about to walk in the fullness of what I have for you. It's the same thing, but baby it's a new thing because God is doing a New thing in the same thing. I told y'all you got to respond because I'm only going to get louder. <laughs> I've never gone this way before. I've never tried to make my marriage work like I'm about to try to make it work. I've never, I've never tried to get financially where I want to go the way I'm about to go. It's the same thing, but it's about to be a new. I've never, I've never gone after God the way I'm about to go after God. I've never sought Jesus. But I've never really been the head of my house, but I'm about to go radical for Jesus. And, and, and I'm going to be in the same house. I'm going to have the same job. I'm going to live in the same city. And yet it's all going to be new. Why? Because God's doing a new thing in the same thing. So I don't need to escape. I don't need to run. I actually need to dig my heels in and say, God, do a new thing in the same thing. It's a new direction. It's a new route. It's new decisions. It's new dreams. It's new goals, but in the same thing. Hmm. I've never been this way before. I've never fathered my children this way. I've never, I've never mothered my children. I've never been a friend this way before. I've never... I've never gone on Facebook this way before. (laughs) I've never typed this way before. I always complain. I don't know what's happening. God is changing me. Yes. Because you're in the same place, but because God's doing a new thing, you can see different results. Look for the new thing in the same thing. Number two, number two. Look for the new thing, not the old thing again. I hope you're enjoying this message as much as I am because I'm just loving this. I'm preaching to myself. I'm looking for the new thing, hear me, not the old thing again. You know why God had to say, do you, do you perceive it? Because I think it's so easy to miss it because we're looking around for the old thing again. The remodeled thing, the refurbished thing. But God said, I'm doing something entirely new. And you're gonna miss it if you're looking for the old thing again. We we miss it because that's how he did do it, but that's not how he's about to do it. That's how you did it, but that's not how you're about to do it. So I'm not just looking for the old thing again. I'm ready for something brand new, something totally fresh, something totally unexpected, something like I've never seen before. This is the God that we serve. He's Isaiah 41. He's the everlasting God. He never runs out. He's got something brand new for you. It doesn't have to be like it was. It can be better because it's brand new but I think we miss it we don't perceive it because we're just looking for the old thing here's what we call it we call it a second chance I want to burst your religious bubble (laughs) I really don't think God is the God of the second chance I think he's the God of the new beginning. And a new beginning is way better than a second chance. See, this is where condemnation lives. It lives in the second chance. Shame lives in the second chance. Condemnation lives in the, well, if I can just try that again. Well, if that wouldn't have happened, it did happen. Well, if, if, I, if I wouldn't have got that DUI, but you did. Well, if I, if I wouldn't have filed bankruptcy, but it happened. Well, if I wouldn't have got that injury, I could have, but you did. Well, if I wouldn't have made that mistake in my marriage, but it happened. You, you made it. So it's not about looking for the second chance. It's about looking for the new beginning now. Thank you, this is real talk. So, so hear me, hear me, hear me. Your marriage won't be what it should have been if you wouldn't have screwed up. Your marriage can be what it can be with a new beginning. I got some scars. I got some junk in my trunk. <laughs> I, got, I got some unexpected woes. I made some mistakes. But God can do a new thing. So, so it's not it's not what could have been. It's what can be right now. It's not what it should have been. It's what it can be right now. It's not what it might have been if I wouldn't have done that and done that and done that. No, 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 no. It's a brand new thing right now because it's not a second chance. He's offering. He's offering you something so much better than a second chance. He's offering you a new beginning that says, "Yes, we have had some issues. Yes, I have made some mistakes. Yep, I did I did do some things I didn't want to do. Yep, I did face some storms I didn't know I was going to face. Yes, I did have to deal with some things that I didn't know I was going to have to deal with. But in the midst of it, God gave me a new beginning. And so now this isn't shame that I try to hide, rather it's a part of the story that I tell that I can say, if God could give me a new beginning, he could give you a new beginning because Our God is the God of new beginnings. Come on, if you believe it, give him some praise. He's worthy of it. So don't live in the what could have been, what might have been, what should have been. Rather live in the what can God do right now? Man, I had to empty my savings account just, but okay, but so what can God do right now? Man, I had an unexpected financial crisis and I never... Okay, but it happened. What can God do right now? He'll answer you if you'll ask Him for a new thing and if you'll look for a new thing and not the old thing again. So it's not necessarily another chance to do that thing again, but rather it's saying, Holy Spirit, what do you want to do right here, right now in my life, in my family Do a new thing in me. Not repeating history, but rather taking on a brand new destiny. He wants to give you something brand new. So I'm not going back to that. I'm not looking for that. I'm rather trying to embrace and I'm looking for what God can do right now. I have a friend who played college football and he um, he was absolutely going pro, he was amazing. And like many football players, he got injured in college, uh, lost his scholarship, uh, really tried, thought, man, I can, I'm going to heal, I'm going to heal, I'm going to heal, I'm going to heal, and, you know, three months turns into six months, turns into a year, turns into two years, and, and, and finally he's staring at himself going, I'm not going pro. That, that's not happening. Well, God's the God of a second chance. Well... That's the, the pro thing was never going to happen. So now he could sit on the lazy boy and stare at the TV and be bitter for the next 60 years of his life, saying, That should have been me, that could have been me. Or he could say, God, give me a new beginning. Okay, so I got the injury, didn't go pro, tough blow. Now what, Holy Spirit? I I thought I was going to get a supernatural healing. That didn't quite happen. So now what, Holy Spirit? Uh, So I thought I was going to get a good report from the doctor. Didn't. Okay, so Holy Spirit. So, okay. So there's some mystery here. There's some pain here. But I, oh man, I feel Jesus right now because I'm talking to somebody. I don't mean to be all excitable, but I am right now. Because I'm talking to somebody. Because you're, you're, you're wishing that never happened, but it did happen. So now we gotta we gotta get real about it and say, okay, Holy Spirit, what but so what are we what are we doing today? Because you said you're making a way in the wilderness. We doing this thing together, we're gonna make this happen together. Holy Spirit, what do you have? Jesus, what do you got for me today? And here's what he did. He decided to use all of that skill and all of that knowledge and all of that know-how. And he became a football coach. And he started training young men. How to be humble on a mountaintop and and how to stay encouraged on a valley low. And he started teaching young men about character and he started teaching young men about integrity. And and see, he didn't quite get the second chance he hoped for. But he did get a new beginning. Amen. Huh. And he's still using all of what already happened, not as a root of bitterness but rather it's just part of his story. And I thought I was going pro, but, but, I can, but I can still use the last 20 years of my life. It wasn't a waste. I'm still helping people. See, it wasn't, it wasn't a second chance. It was a new beginning. And I would just say, don't look for the old thing again. Look for the new thing that God wants to do right now. And he'll help you. And he'll show you. Number three, we got we to gotta finish. Jorge, can you come up? Declare God is doing a new thing. That's number three. Declare it. Say it out loud. Talk it. God is doing a new thing. i I'm, i got to confess something to you, okay? Uh, some of y'all don't know this, and you're about to find out, and I don't know if it's going to excite you or, or frighten you. But I, I come from a, a faith background, and here's what that means. I believe there's power in our words. I believe there's power in our prayers. And I believe there's power in our confession, okay? That's what I believe. I believe that God formed the world with His words. And I believe we form our worlds with God's Word. Not with our Word. I'm not, I'm not new age. But I do believe that there's power when I say what God said. Can I get an amen? I believe there's supernatural power when when I begin to declare what God has already declared. Because here's what the Bible says, Hebrews 4, this book is living and active. That means that God didn't just say it, he's saying it. God didn't just declare it, he's declaring it. God, God said it once but now he says it through his church God said I'm doing a new thing do you perceive it now this word perceive also means to say it means to declare it means to confess God says I'm doing a new thing will you be bold enough to say it I'm doing a new thing. Will you have enough faith to declare it? I'm doing a new thing. Will you rise up and confess it? Hear me, friend. In the kingdom of God, we declare it before we see it. We say it before we see it. We, we hear it. We declare it. And then we see it. So, so this, is why, this is why the great prophet Eli just said, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. 1 <laughs> Kings 18, I, I hear the sound. Here's what he's saying. I hear it. God's talking. I'm saying it. I'm talking. <laughs> and then the rain began to fall. God said it. We say it. God does it. Let me say that one more time. God says it. We say it. And then God does it. This is why, you know, some of you are like, why why does this guy yell and tell us to yell? Not because I'm insecure and I need amens. And I, uh, I believe there's something supernatural happens when we get in a Holy Spirit conversation. I believe something powerful happens when we sing praises to God. When I say, come on, let's sing. I don't do that so I can hear you. I can't hear you. I've got these little monitors in. I don't even, for all I know, you're, you know, I don't know what you're saying. There's power when you praise. There's power when you speak. There's power when you pray. There's power when you declare the word of the Lord. Something happens. God said, can you confess it? Because if you can say it, I'll make sure you see it. Look at this, Job chapter twenty-two, twenty-eight. 28. You will also decree a thing and it will be established for you. God says, decree it, declare it, say it. Now, I don't believe, I don't live in fear of everything I say. Oh my gosh, what, what's gonna, no, no, no. Here's what I believe about confession. That if I'll say God's word, over time, My life will line up with God's word over time. Does that make sense? So I don't live in the fear of what I say or don't say or, you know, um, I, I don't, we don't live in fear. We live in faith. And here's what we, we speak God's word. And then over time, we line up with it. You know that your, your sound is paving away in your life. If if, if you're watching a movie and the sound is off and it's just a girl walking down the street, you don't know what's happening. But if you hear, you go, Jason's coming. (laughs) Because the sound is dictating the outcome. If if you see that same girl walking down the street, no sound, you don't know what's going on. Then you turn on that sound and it's just some great uplifting song. Strings are playing, birds are jumping. You go, oh man, this is gonna be a great movie. The sound dictates horror movie or romantic comedy. (laughs) And your sound is dictating the theme of your life. Can I get one amen from somebody? There's power in your words. Here's what Proverbs 18:21 says. The power of life and death is in the tongue. And those who love them, those who love it, will eat its fruit. Here's what God says: you're going to eat your words. <laughs> you to eat your words. Now, again, don't we don't live in fear, but I, I just know that ultimately my life is going in the direction of my confession. I'm, I'm eating what I'm saying. God said, declare it, say it. What, what it so what does that look like? That, that means you get in your car tomorrow and on your drive to work, you put on some praise and worship. You don't need to listen to the, to the news. You already know it's bad, right? And whatever they're saying in the morning, they're gonna say at night so you can listen, You know, because they say one thing all day and it's all bad you only need two minutes of the news and you're, you're good for the day. Everything after that is just repeat. So you, you get in your car and you put on praise and worship. And, and here's the prayer, especially for my guys who are, you know, we're a little awkward, right? So you, you just drive and you go, Lord, I thank you that you're doing a new thing in my life and I declare it in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you you're doing something new in our marriage and I declare it in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you that, that something brand new is happening. And I declare it in Jesus' name. And if you'll say it, God will do it. God said, I'm doing a new thing. Can you say it? Yeah, but I've, I've done this before, preacher. Do it again. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard this talk before. Do it again. I, 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 was, I was hyped in 2016. I tried everything you're talking No, Do it again. Don't look for the old thing again. Look for the new thing. And declare it. And if you'll say it, God will hear it. And God will honor, God will always honor His word in your mouth. Every time every time. God, you're doing something new. And I thank you for it. Here's what I want to ask today. I, I want to ask for, for anybody today who would say, Jabin, I'm, I'm believing that God's doing a new thing in the same thing. God, open my eyes. Do you remember that? There's a scripture where, where Elisha is surrounded by the enemy. This is my last one, I promise. Elisha's surrounded by the enemy and his, he's with his servant Gehazi and Gehazi's freaking out. And Elisha says, let's pray. Now, I don't know what Gehazi thought Elisha was going to pray. Probably something like, Lord, get him. (laughs) You know, send fire down. Help. (laughs) You know, I don't know. We're going to die. You know, I don't know what he thought. And Gehazi's ready to pray. And Elisha lays hands on Gehazi. (laughs) And says, Lord help my servant to see you can just imagine Gehazi looking at Elisha like no homie you're the blind one I, I could see just clearly he says Lord show him that there are more for us than there are against us and Gehazi blinked and looked and the Bible said the armies of the Lord the angels of the Lord had encamped around the enemy yeah. hear me God did a new thing in the same thing. Lord, deliver me from this. God, get me out of this. God, take me away from here. God, move. And God says, why don't you just start declaring I'm doing a new thing and I'll open your eyes and I'll change you. I'll change you. Some of you want different circumstances. God wants a different you. News starts here because news starts with Jesus. I, I, I desperately need to end. So I want to give you an opportunity. Maybe you don't know Jesus here. Maybe maybe you're going, "Yeah, man, I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to do the religion thing. I'm trying to do the Sunday thing. No, no, no. God wants to do a new thing in your life. God wants to change you from the inside out. He loves you so much. Jesus loves you so much. He says, I want to do something new in your life. So the Bible says it like this. Anyone who belongs to Jesus is a new creation. Do You want that today? Do you want forgiveness of your sin today? Do you want God to change you today? Pray this prayer with me. I want every head bowed, every eye closed, just in a moment of prayer. We're almost done. Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, as I give this opportunity to people, I pray you would even right now soften hearts and knock on the door of our hearts that we may hear you clearly and say yes to you boldly in Jesus' name. If that's you and you'd say, Jaben, I want to come to the Lord Jesus or I need to come back to God. I've kind of walked away from the Lord and I really don't, I don't want the old thing again. I want something brand new. I need Jesus. I need him for real. Pray with me. Let's all pray together. Everyone on your row is going to pray it with you. Say it out loud. Say, Jesus, forgive me. I turn from old life and I turn towards you. Make me brand new. Change me from the inside out. I believe that you died for me on the cross. You were buried. And on the third day, you rose from the dead. Now raise me up in new life. I declare Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord of my life.